This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what is up? Oh my gosh. Remember last week? Remember what happened last week? Remember some of the discussions we had last week on the show, Tony? Defio was not here. Shannon White was here, and we're going to bring up all that stuff. But first, maybe we should tell you who we are. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Two outstanding writers and podcasters, Shannon White and Tony Defio, are with me today, boys. This is the hangover where you celebrate, man. This is the this is the hangover that when you're at the bar, whether you drink or not, but especially if you're drinking, you're like having another, you're celebrating, you're like, I can't believe this worked <laughs> out this way. I cannot believe that they made the playoffs. I can't believe that the planets aligned. And if you watch this show or listen to this show all season long, especially after the one and three start, this is bad pat, pat your back time. And I don't do this very often, but I'm going to do it. And you guys, you can, you can say I'm wrong or you can back me up here. Did I not say all season long, there's a reason to keep watching if the planets align the Steelers will make the playoffs. Did the planets align? Mm-hmm. Yes, they they definitely aligned. I think <laughs> so, they all did. And so, what else did I say last week? You weren't here, Tony. But what have I been saying the entire time, Shannon? Jacksonville versus Indianapolis. Jacksonville has no business winning that game. But the last six contests, and now seven where Indianapolis is on the road. And the reason I said it that way every single time on every single show was why, because Indianapolis has lost once in England to Jacksonville when they were the road team and five other times in Jacksonville. And now it's six and that team in Duval made them look silly. So I am going to celebrate that. You know what? I'm not going to stop there. You know what else I'm going to celebrate? Bold and bizarre predictions. Also, the staff members of BTSC pick the score. What was my score? (laughs) Steelers 16, Ravens 13. So, yes, I'm not going to say nobody believed, but I'm just stupid enough and crazy enough to believe that the planets will align. And they did. And it's amazing. So I'm loving it. (laughs) Hats off to Sean Manahan. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. He was the first one in and these comments are going to be fun today and now let's go over this one real quick i'm going to say this well let's do this let's get some super chats in here tyler w that's our buddy this season made me love tomlin again what a coaching job with all the rookies well then you're going to love my shirt i'm I'm wearing green and gold 
Am I wearing Green Bay Packers, Shannon? No. Tony, am I wearing Forest Hills Rangers from Johnstown, PA? I would probably say no. <laughs> I am wearing knowledge of William and Mary <laughs> right there. Mike Tomlin's alma mater. So there we go. Um, uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and go ahead and, uh, you know, it's really nice that not everybody can see, uh, that not everybody can see all the comments. If you're on Facebook, you can see comments on, uh, only Facebook comments on YouTube. You can only see YouTube comments. Let's go ahead and block our good buddy who we've never met before. John, he is completely blocked for not because he said go chiefs because of a very inappropriate remark towards Ben Roethlisberger. No room for that here. Um, yeah, I got to tell you what. The Steelers got it done. Is it pretty? No. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. It's not pretty. It's not going to be. There are people that said all along, if they make the playoffs, they actually, they didn't say if they make the playoffs – Weeks ago, there were people saying this team does not deserve to make the playoffs. They were saying that back in week five. This team does not deserve to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs. Here's the thing. I love that comment, this team doesn't deserve to make the playoffs. Because if you're fans of the Indianapolis Colts, did the Indianapolis Colts deserve to make the playoffs? Did the Ravens deserve to make the playoffs? Did the Chargers deserve to make the playoffs? We got a lot to talk about. We have got tons to talk about. And it's all good because no matter what happens next Sunday night, no matter what happens, the Steelers right now are still alive. And we've got something to talk about. But I'm going to bring up something real quick. And I don't know. I Some of my history is a little bit off and a little bit wrong. I might not have the timeline completely right. But Shannon White, as an American sports fan, what is the greatest moment for all American sports fans in sports history? I'm putting you on the spot. I know I am. The greatest for everybody. For um, everybody. If you're an American sports fan. Uh, the U.S. hockey team winning at the gold. <sighs> Tony, was that your answer? Yeah. <laughs> February. He didn't. He didn't say it in the form of a question. Nineteen eighty. <laughs> I, I didn't make him do that. <laughs> now let, let's see. I'll, I'll let. I'll let Tony. I. You have some time here. Why am I bringing up the U.S. USA hockey team from nineteen eighty, Tony? Well, it would have to be uh, because of the the Jaguars' uh, improbable win over the Colts, right? I mean, who? Nope. Or maybe. Everything that happened yesterday was so improbable. Nope. Steelers. Nope. Nope. Okay. That's not what I'm doing here. What happened? Maybe this is where the timeline gets a little sketchy. What happened in Madison Square Garden about 10 days before the Olympics started? Does anybody know this answer? And I'm not looking at the live chat right now. So if you know it, I apologize. I do not know. An exhibition game, the Russians ah. and the USA hockey team. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the final score was 10 to 1. They blew I like where your head's at. I love it. 
They had no business being on the ice with this team. And what happened? And also this. What color jerseys are worn by the Soviet hockey team in 1980? Maroon Not the same and, uh, as they do now. Yellow. Red and gold. Yeah. Red and yellow, red and gold. They look like the Kansas City Chiefs on skates. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. They had red helmets. They had red red and gold jerseys. Yes, they had white. They were not supposed to be in this game. And if I, I'm not seeing, I'm sure somebody, they like to do this when I'm going off my rants. They like to say, preach bad. Bad's preaching. Bad Woo! is preaching. And you know why bad's preaching? Because 10 to 1, no business. Guess what? In the semifinals, not the finals, people don't realize, a lot of people don't realize that they had to play Sweden in the finals. And if, if I mixed up the Swedes with Finland, if I'm like the guy in Die Hard, it's, yeah, it's like Helsinki, <laughs> Finland, or yeah, like Sweden. Come on, Harvey. Um, you know what I'm talking about with Die Hard. If you don't, watch it. Um, here's what I'm saying. There's a chance. We quoted Jim Carrey all last week. We did it. So you say there's a chance. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lloyd Christmas was right. There's a <laughs> chance. If this is Dumb and Dumber, Lloyd, Lloyd Christmas is going all night with Mary Swanson. You know why? Because there's a chance. Jacksonville was not supposed to beat Indianapolis. Indianapolis was supposed to crush this team. No one expects two rivals to tie. That's a given. And the Steelers aren't going to go into Baltimore and beat the Ravens in Baltimore. The Steelers suck. Guess what? All you want to say and all you want to do, if you're a hater, and that's fine. The Steelers got there. They didn't get there pretty. You know my 2 a.m. stories. They're not pretty, but I'm high-fiving somebody the next day. Back in 1992, if that's the thing. 1989, Tony, what happened on Christmas Eve? The uh, One of my favorite games ever. We chronicled it last year in the uh, retro show. The, the Steelers upset the uh, Oilers in the House of Pain uh, in overtime. It was great. Gary Anderson's 50-yard field goal. It was. Uh, I still I still cherish that to this day, 30-some years later. You are partially right. That was New Year's Eve. On Christmas Eve. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. On Christmas Eve, Indianapolis Colts had to lose to a subpar New Orleans team. Did it happen, Shannon? Yes. The Raiders. The Raiders were involved, too. They had to lose to a very bad New York Giants team. Did it happen, Tony? Oh, it absolutely did. The Bengals on Christmas night, Monday night football, had to lose to the Minnesota Vikings. It happened. Everything fell into place. A 9-7 and seven team that did not deserve to be in the playoffs made it to the playoffs, won in the wild card game, and if it wasn't for a ball going off the crossbar or bouncing off the uh, upright and going in, guess what? The Steelers are in the AFC Championship game against the Browns. And you know what everybody would have been saying? It doesn't matter if they make the Super Bowl. 
San Francisco 49ers would have destroyed them. Possibly. They they blew out the Broncos, but it doesn't matter. When a team believes and a team's together, great things happen. <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? Yes. And you know what? You know who said that quote? Is the same man that is going to be calling their game Sunday night. Al Michaels. Gentlemen. It could I mean, happen. You convinced me. It could happen. It might not. The odds are against them. What are they, 14 and a half underdogs, Shannon? I say 15. I don't know. It's moving. I, I, think, I think they're 14 and a half in what I saw, but if they've moved, they've moved. That's Tony, what was your knee-jerk reaction to all of this? It could be your knee-jerk reaction could be after. I'm it pinching could be myself. After the game with in Vegas. I, I mean, don't care I, where your knee-jerk reactions are. Shannon, you're going to be next. Tony, what's your knee-jerk reaction to all of this? I just can't believe it. I mean, I I, I was one of the naysayers. That, that I was a big, big, huge naysayer after that first Chiefs game when they uh, – the way they played and, you know, coming off the, uh, the Bengals game a couple weeks earlier and, and, you know, trailing the uh, Vikings 29, nothing. I didn't think this team was even going to make a win the, its last two games to make the playoffs or even put itself in a position. And then even after beating the Browns last week, I thought, well, there's no way the Jaguars are going to win. Um, and you know, even if they do, the Steelers are probably losing Baltimore like they did two years ago. I just had that, you know, feeling it was going to go down like that but the way everything came together it was amazing and then uh, i kind of had the opposite uh, reaction to the whole tie the, to the near tie i thought that was a, a, a sure thing that they were gonna after they beat the uh ravens and the jaguars lost i thought well they're in the playoffs i, I counted my chickens before they hatched and then <laughs> last night almost uh that would have been one of the most heartbreaking things i think any Steeler fan could have experienced but the way everything happened is it was my favorite uh, regular season finale since that 89 campaign. That was my knee jerk reaction. I can't believe they're in the playoffs. I just can't believe it. And it feels pretty freaking good today. Yeah. Now I, I'm going to say this. I, I, we're not going to elaborate, but you were having a terrible day yesterday in your personal life. And I was, if, and I'm sorry. If, I'm sure you don't mind me bringing this up. We don't, we're not elaborating, but that probably made things better. Right. It, it 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 was a nice uh, it was a, a nice little therapy session to find that out because I wasn't expecting it. I mean, I was expecting maybe one one of those good things to happen, but not all of them. You know, because uh, I mean, I, I'm I remember 2019, 2018, 2013. The only time it happened was 2015, uh, and that was that seemed like the most probable thing to go in their favor. Rex Ryan be, beating his old team, the Jets, and the Jets being the Jets. I figured they'd find a way to blow it, and they did. Um, so I wasn't expecting it to, to happen. So that was, that made my day. I mean, I, it didn't get any better until late last night, but uh, it, it was definitely something that, that kept me going uh, the rest of the day. And it, it gives you perspective that, Hey, tomorrow's a new day and life can go better. Right? Exactly. Absolutely. Shannon White. Let me ask you this question. We were on the Slack channel last night everybody watching this game and everybody in the Slack channel, if anybody doesn't know it, it's our own private personal BTSC chat room. And everybody was freaking out during that chargers 
in Raiders game because everybody's like, man, I got to go change articles that I've already written <laughs> thinking that the Steelers were going to the playoffs. And it looked like it wasn't going to happen. What was the most poignant part of your day during the whole thing? Was it the Colts losing to Jacksonville, the Steelers on a fourth and eight converting? Or that game that almost ended in a tie? My thing was, is I thought that the Steelers could beat the Ravens. And so my, the big thing was, could Jacksonville beat the Colts? And I know that kind of like the Raiders have the Steelers number, especially at home. Uh, we know that Jacksonville has the Colts number in Jacksonville. But I just couldn't imagine that happening as good as the Colts have been recently and how bad Jacksonville's been this season. So I had complete faith that Ben could will this team to victory, which he was able to do in the second half in overtime. By that point, we already knew that Jacksonville was going to beat the Colts. And I couldn't believe it. You know, I was just so excited. And when the game ended, everybody started talking about, well, the only way the Steelers don't make the playoffs now is if there's a tie. Well, <laughs> was there one tie this year and it was Steelers-Detroit? I mean, the very rare, I think there's been five in the last so many years. And But then that game got started last night. And it in, early in that third quarter, Collinsworth started talking about it. And he talked about it the whole rest of the game. And there was no doubt what he was rooting for. He was giddy with excitement. He was giggling I, I on di- air. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you on well, that. Well, that's how right. I feel about it. He, to me, he wanted a tie. <laughs> and he was rooting for a tie. And then the closer it was getting into overtime, I don't believe in the conspiracy theory, as a lot of people do. But scripted, it almost looks scripted. Because, oh, they stopped him on fourth down. Oh, wait a second, there's a flag. Oh, they stopped them on fourth then again. Oh, wait a second. There's another flag. It was like, let's keep this thing going. You say, well, why would you want to do that? I don't. I want to see the ratings because I guarantee you that was monster ratings last night because Stiller's Nation is vast, and the rest of the people hate Stiller's Nation. So if you watch the ESPN shows today, the talk shows, they were all so disappointed that the Raiders and Chargers didn't play that better and ended in a tie. Everybody was upset. Said, oh, it would have been so great to have a tie there. Both of them teams make it. You know, it doesn't matter that, you know, you play to win the game. Everybody wanted to see a tie there and the Steelers get knocked out of the playoffs. Because if you ain't us, you hate us. And that's how it is. Uh, and to me, that was uh, – they made it come down to the last second because nobody turned that game off last night, went on mm-hmm. to bed feeling comfortable what was going to happen. And if they, the, maybe if the Chargers hadn't have called that timeout, it would have ended in a tie. So you at least got to give uh, both teams credit for trying to continue to compete when they didn't have to. I agree with you on most of that. There's one glaring thing. You've already heard me try to interrupt you. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. one thing I disagree with, and I'll get to that in a second. What I agree on is for nationally televised games, this has 
a lot to do with Thursday nights, Sunday nights, and Monday nights. I always get a tweet or a message saying, I mostly a Yahoo sports message is what I get. And that Yahoo sports message is this. Wow, Chiefs Ravens heating up. Go <laughs> check it out on Fox or what have you. You know, and last night we got a same one. Raiders are winning by 15. Raiders, Chargers heating up. Make sure you don't miss this. And everyone's running to watch it. Yes. And I wonder a lot of those times, in the, especially in the nationally televised games, I wonder if it's like, look, if a team's losing, you know, look out for um, if it seems like a, uh, even if it seems ticky-tack and the team's losing, go ahead, keep them in. I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon is hanging out there. Hmm. You know, uh, seriously, I don't want to be, I agree with you, Shannon. I don't want to be Mr. Conspiracy Theory. I'm. They need those games to be tight and they need the ratings. Hmm. Now, where I'm going to disagree with you, and I can't remember Tony's stance on this. I think Tony is like me and likes Chris Collinsworth. And we're yes. definitely in the minority there. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, I, where I'm going to disagree with you is one, it's for ratings, and I don't think I don't really feel like he was gloating because I watch a lot of games done by Collinsworth, and I don't think he's picking on the Steelers. I think there's some times that he's it seems like he's pulling for the Steelers too. We get preconceived notions because he's a Bengal. We're gonna think that he hates them. I tell you what, you put a Phil Sims called game next to a uh, and I know he's he's in the studio now, but you put a Phil Sims game next to a uh, a game with uh, Chris Collinsworth, Phil Sims is worse. And he even play in the division. Phil Sims hates the Steelers. Um, <laughs> Mike Mayock hated the Steelers because they cut him. <laughs> you know, um, there are so many situations. I, I don't have a problem with Collinsworth. I, I really don't. I enjoy watching him. I got in a fight on Twitter on the whole Collinsworth thing, too. Um, I just jumped in. Or maybe it was a Facebook post. But I don't think Collinsworth was... I loved when Collinsworth was doing it's like they're freaking out in Pittsburgh right now. Yeah. Or if you're in Pittsburgh, you're he he did say something and a lot of people are forgetting about. And Shane, I'm not calling you out. I promise. You and I are buddies. But one thing that a lot of people that are complaining about Collinsworth today, there's a couple of times, one time when the uh Raiders scored again, I'm like, oh, they're feeling better in Pittsburgh about that. They're loving that in Pittsburgh when the Raiders score. You, you know what I mean? So I think I I think that's one of those that uh, a lot of people hate Collinsworth so much. I, I People watch Collinsworth in the Olympics and the Steelers aren't there. And they're like, I hate this guy. And hmm. I actually I actually really like him. But I, I could be wrong. But I, I look at some of that stuff and I think, okay, we just have that notion that he does hate Pittsburgh. And I think he calls it like it is. Tony and I have, Shane, I want, to, I want to share this with you. Tony and I have done the retro show together for a long time. And one of our favorites is doing Monday night games oh, with man. Howard Cosell. I don't know where you were on Howard Cosell. Were you a Cosell guy? I did Shannon? not mind Cosell. He, he, Cosell told the truth. Uh, he, he really wasn't biased. He told the truth. He was a jerk towards both things. So I had, no, I had no problem with him. It, it kind of seemed like, Tony, would you agree? It kind of seemed like Cosell liked the Steelers. It he seemed like Cosell to... was biased towards the Steelers. 
he definitely had you could tell he had respect for them and, and he was the the host of their 50th uh, year uh anniversary thing back in 82 so maybe he did like the Steelers but he definitely he, he definitely was abrasive here's <laughs> the thing about it he was Tony and I were watching these games over the summer and we're like oh my gosh he's like that was the worst trade ever to trade for that man he is terrible yeah, yeah. I mean he's right I mean he was ripping because like Cosell's thing was tell it like it is my gosh and uh and he didn't care um, I had a gym teacher that, uh, may you rest in peace, but the gym teacher was great. He's like, I'm not prejudiced. I hate everybody. <laughs> and that's what he would say. He's actually uh, and, a funny and, guy and a nice guy. And but these the- guys today, these are nothing like Cosell as far as the, the animosity or like the, the brutality, like the, their, their brutal honesty on the air. They're, they're more, uh, P- PR for the league than anything. You know why I hate John Gruden on the mic so much? Why is because that? he is afraid to rip on anybody because he might be coaching them again right. or or he might be rubbing elbows at an NFL mixer with him. He doesn't right. want to make these guys mad. That's why I love Cosell so much. I think Collinsworth does kind of tell it like it is and doesn't care. That's why I like the guy. But and I'm not looking in the comments. I will. I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me and I'm cool with that. But all I'm saying is it was so smart to keep bringing up the Steelers. And you know what? When he said the Steelers are freaking out, or the Steeler fans are freaking out right now. Were we? Yes. Twitter was you know, ablaze. Let me ask you this, Shane. I'm going to start with you. Is it egregious? I think Big Bro Sco brought this up. Is it egregious to have a game that could end in a tie that would benefit both teams on the last game of the day? I don't think there should be a tie in football. I think they should use collegiate rules, whatever, maybe modify them for the NFL. But you don't play for two and a half, three hours, you know, whatever, and then walk away with a tie. There, there's absolutely no reason when the, they can't adopt the, the rules, collegiate rules. And that way you don't have to worry about that. But what makes it look so scripted as they move the game to Sunday night for the national primetime audience, and the only way, if things would have felt like they did, they needed to tie in that situation. And for then, for it to just continue to build, like you couldn't even script some of that stuff. The last two field goals prior to the game-winning field goal just got inside the crossbar. I think one even grazed it a little bit. I mean, it was like, you know, every other stellar game this year, when they've actually been able to pull out a victory, even watching a game that didn't involve the Steelers, we couldn't sit there and be comfortable and relax and say, oh, okay, this game's over at halftime. Everything was coming down to, you know, an inch. There was tons of reviews in that game. You know, it was a great game. Uh, it was very entertaining. But again, Collinsworth's focus was on, if this is a tie, Steeler fans hiding under the blanket, blankets. Wonder what Big Ben's thinking. Ben, Ben, Big Ben was thinking the same thing I was. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm keeping it PG. I mean, just let them play the game and you shut up. I, You know, they got Tony Romo. Tony Romo, his first year, he was excellent. Predicting the next play. I mean, you know, he was just, and then all of a sudden he become, a, you know, he's got his favorites. 
And then he'll, you know, Patrick Mahomes can throw the exact same pass right to the other team and it get dropped and he's like, boy, I tell you, that just caused that velocity on that ball. That guy didn't intercept it. <laughs> ben throws the same pass and he's like, Ben didn't read that play very well. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Harry Cassell, John Madden. These guys did not have that favoritism. And, and it's almost like they're a sellout. Once Tony Romo starts getting them commercials and, and all this other stuff, then they don't call the game the same anymore. And it's human nature. We all have favorites. But he don't have his. Now, I will say this about the late John Madden. We lost him a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He hated the Steelers, but you did not know it. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. Um, I still, we're going to agree to disagree on it. <laughs> I thought he was painting a good picture. We could, like I said, um, Shannon, I will say this. If more people agree with me than the, you, I will be shocked because I think that I will be in the minority here because uh, most people th- agree with you. And I have no problem with that. I don't mind being the wrong guy. But from this vantage point, it's like, hey, you watch Cobra Kai right now. You either love Daniel or you love Johnny LaRusso or you love John Kreese. It's there's no that you have and you can justify it. You can bring up so many ways to justify every other angle. So I have no problem with that. Let me go ahead and I want to address something else that Shannon said. Um, let me bring up Monster 19 here. Monster 19, I haven't brought him up yet, but he's one of my absolute favorites because he's the happiest looking man on his on his avatar he's just happy i mean this guy i bet you monster 19 walks into a room and it lights up because he's like hey guys and everyone's like monster because he's a happy dude i love i want to hang out with monster 19 he looks fun change the show's name to the steelers bender because this party ain't stopping baby here we go with a with a smile like that he's bringing the party Man, I love that guy. Thanks for the 499 monster. I appreciate it. Um so Tony, I'm gonna ask you. I kind of agreed with Shannon on this part that uh the league wants things close at the end. And is there a fix? Probably not. Not towards a single team. It's mm-hmm. If it's anything, and I will say this, if there's any kind of chicanery in the NFL, it doesn't matter. There's no, there's no favoritism. The only favoritism is to the team that's coming back to make it tight and make it rain with advertising dollars. Do you agree with that, Tony? Oh yeah, I, I've always thought that. I think that the 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 officials can can be influenced by the crowd. I think they can be influenced by the higher ups. And, uh, you know, last night, obviously, the Chargers were on the road, so that maybe there wasn't much influence there. But, you know, you, you could tell that, you know, like Shannon said earlier, every, every time there was a close play that looked like the Raiders were going to win, they called a penalty. And, and it didn't help that Justin Herbert is an extremely talented quarterback who was throwing <laughs> dimes at that, that entire – those last two drives, and everything he threw was right on the money. Uh, I, I agree. There's, there, there, there's definitely – you know, maybe not consciously, but subconsciously, they're definitely influenced. Um, as far as as uh, the game being, you know, what, what the NFL did with that scenario, I think they they screwed up. I mean, you, you never want to put two teams in position to where if they both if they if the game is tied, they both make the playoffs, and that's the last game of the year. You know, I think if anything, 
maybe you put the Colts game on at night, uh, or you put the Steelers game on at night. If you, the Steelers Ravens game, they're they're both. If 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 there's a win in your in scenario, what great drama and theater! And it was great drama and theater uh, with the Chargers and the Raiders. But I mean, you know, you're kind of screwing with the integrity of the game if if they're um if they both kind of you know not at each other and say we're just gonna. Uh, play out the string here at the in overtime and go for a tie. And you really couldn't blame either team if that's how they did it because you're, you, yeah, you play to win the game, but it's your job as a head coach and a football player to make the playoffs. I mean, that's why they they pay you the big bucks. And and it would have been very tempting to, um, if I'm the Raiders or the Chargers, to to do whatever I could to to make sure that game didn't that I, I didn't lose that game. I mean, if I yeah, you try to win it, but you. you very low risk moves to make sure you don't lose the game. Let me uh, bring this up. John, this John, wait, hold up. Why was I blocked? You were not blocked. Um, you, you wouldn't be able to say that. <laughs> yes. Somebody. Uh, and that was a face. That was a Facebook user as well. Um, so you're okay. I, I know it took me a long time to answer it. Cause I just saw this now. You're okay. Um, the, uh, the other the other comment was pretty egregious. So, um, and John's probably a, a common name. So I do apologize. I just didn't want to read the, the last name and the other person I blocked had a last name on there. So, um, so John, you are okay. And if you were, you, you wouldn't be able to come back if you were blocked. So trust me, uh, you're good. Um, somebody said, Hey, what about the chief's game? Why aren't you talking about the Chiefs game? We will. We'll, we'll talk about the Chiefs game. That's more of for the other shows. This is the hangover, so we're going to talk more about everything that happened. We've already talked about. We're still on that bender. We already talked. Yeah. yeah. Man, I, I'm I'm fired up. So, and I'm feeling awesome. I mean, you, you know, things tasted better today. Because it's forbidden <laughs> fruit we're eating. Yes. Mm. No. Steelers, Steelers don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin had the greatest quote yesterday. Um, and somebody put it up on the board, and and I can't – I think it was – might have been Mike that brought it up. Um, but the quote was, hey, you guys have counted us out. Um, you guys have counted us out since we were one and three. Uh, that, that's it. You, you can't count teams. I mean, my gosh. The Colts were in it to – the Colts – all they had to do was win. They were one in five, I, I think, at one point. The Dolphins almost made it. They went with, they had s- some chances. They were like one in seven. They were mm-hmm. this, not very long ago, they were the 16th ranked team in all, of all 16 teams. You know, so all, all I have to say here is that the planets aligned. And we've seen as Steelers fans, we've seen the planets alive. We saw we saw the planets align in 2013 only for the Chiefs. Andy Reid, I hate Andy Reid because of <laughs> the crap he pulls in the playoffs. Um, which it's I'm not saying it wasn't that it isn't smart football, but I, I just hate that guy. And then Andy Reid and then Ryan suck up misses the kick Ugh. and the, the Steelers who needed three teams to lose. They, they almost got there on the last day and they, they would have made some noise in the playoffs because they were coming. They started out 
2013 0-4. 0-4. I think at the midway point they were two and six and they got hot. They just got very hot and they would have been dangerous in the playoffs. And that's right when they were talking about having seven teams in. And if there were seven teams back then, there would be. So, gentlemen, let's uh before we get on to the Chiefs game, let's talk about the idea of a tie. And let's talk about that game. Look, that's the Raiders and Chargers. They should be fierce division rivals. Now, I it's very easy for me to say that this wouldn't happen. But do you think Mike Tomlin and John Harbaugh would have would have let that end in a tie? For them both to go in? I'll start with you, Shannon. Not a chance. Harbaugh shows that with he's what twice he he lost games because he went for two point conversions instead of kicking the extra point and going to he goes for the win, and that's his mo. And and Tomlin is the same. He he is he wants to earn it. He wants to get there. Uh, he would. I'm sure yesterday Tomlin wishes that they controlled their own destiny and they wasn't in that situation, uh, which I don't think they would have been if Ben hadn't got COVID and missed the Detroit game. But that's neither here nor there. But, you know, they had nine victories this year, and seven of them were game-winning drives by Ben Roethlisberger. So when you when I look back on this season, regardless of what happens in the playoffs, uh, I do believe it will be Ben's last year, and he was as clutch as ever. Uh, this season, and that's why they you know, you can't look at anything on paper and say that's why this team won nine games. Hmm. They, they've had an excellent pass rush, and they've had that for five years in a row. And they have defensive player of the year and TJ Watt. And you know, there's some talented players there, but when it comes to you know, again, Najee Harris is another, but when it comes to the reason why they was able to pull them victories out in the end so often, it's because of Ben Roethlisberger. So I'd love to see him do it again against the mm. Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Tony? Uh, as far as a, a tie, I mean, I, I don't think – they're both riverboat gamblers as coaches. They're both aggressive. And, and despite of what you might think of, of Tomlin, they both have a great uh, sense of situational football, and and, and, and that's where their, their strengths lie, I think, as far as head coaches, you know, obviously keeping their teams together. That's their biggest strength, managing men, but also in key moments, making uh, aggressive decisions and, and intuitive decisions. But at the same time, it's such an unprecedented, it was such an unprecedented, unprecedented thing. I don't think I can never remember a scenario like that where, <laughs> where if, 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 a, if a game ended in a tie, both teams would have made the playoffs. And, and if one team wins, the other team's out, you know, it's, it, it's, it's such a weird, weird thing, but could you, you know, the, 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 the Raiders are going to have the bragging rights over the Chargers all offseason. And obviously, whoever would have had the upper hand in Steelers-Ravens uh, game and that kind of scenario, they would have the upper hand – or they would have the bragging rights. So it, it would it, they would probably go for the win. Absolutely. I mean, I could not – man, do you want to be I, – I know the whole point is to make the playoffs, and that's what they were doing. And I know – that they were being very careful by running the ball 
but they still could fall back on. We don't have to win here. We could just run out the clock. That's just not what I want in football. And if, uh, if Jacobs doesn't get there, if he doesn't get that first down, they're not, they're, they're not throwing, they're not throwing it. They're not going to, I mean, they're just going to no. let it roll over on downs. And so all I'm going to say is that's not how you want to go in. Do you, th- do you think there's a lot of people that are very harsh with Mike Tomlin and I'm not saying, you know, I'm a, I'm almost a Tomlin apologist at times. Sometimes I'll say, I mean, I'll, I'll be fair. But what I'm saying is, do you think, and Mike Tomlin doesn't care, but I didn't want to read all the quotes on how, if it was the Steelers in that situation, they settled for a tie, how they got in because they settled for a tie. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't want to read that. Um, Jerry Cherry Band says Raiders last drive was to win. I think it all changed with the timeout. Yep. And now that some people everything. are saying it. I mean, that's like, and I'm going to bring up, I brought it up on the Slack channel and no one commented on it. And I was really sad about this. It reminded me of one of the great movies. And if you're a sports fan, you love this movie. Kevin Costner, Bull Dorham. I gave you a gift and you show up my picture. Run, dummy. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. That's what I thought about. And that's what I felt like the Ravens. Like, we're giving you a gift, and you're calling timeout right here? All right. All bets are (laughs) off. We're going for it. And that's what I felt. Is that kind of what you felt, guys? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like um, when when, when a a team is is, uh, down by, like, you know, four touchdowns, and and, and they're still trying to play. They're still playing hard. Well, if you're the other team, you're going to still keep trying to do your thing. Uh, once the Raiders found out that the Chargers were, were doing everything they could to stop them from from trying to win, well, they thought, well, we better try to win then. And and, and uh, I think I think that 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 changed their strategy. Okay, I want to bring up Kevin James here, and uh, I know Kevin James in real life. I think he is a Jets fan, but, but so I don't think it's it's that one. But hey, let me Kevin, bring up Kevin here and uh, <laughs> the uh, hey. The Kevin James is <laughs> BTSC's Kevin James here. We're, I mean, I don't care about Adam Sandler's buddy. This guy's the real Kevin James because he's he's a Steeler fan. We can definitely beat the Chiefs, but nobody wants to say it. Absolutely. I will not disagree with you there. Yeah. Any given Sunday. You know, I talked about the Olympic hockey team. Let's talk about another game. November 28th, 2005. Colts 28, Steelers 3, Monday Night Football. They destroyed that team. They absolutely destroyed the Steelers. Destroyed Ike Taylor. I mean, it it was just, it was sad (laughs) what happened in that game. And then we get to January 15th. I believe it was the 15th. It was. Let's... I always get that mixed up. 14th, 15th. I I think it's the 15th of 2006. Not that, what, about uh, less than, what would you say, six weeks later maybe? Or less than than two months later? Steelers shocked the world. That is the game. Somebody in the live chat said, said, hey, they need to get the playbook. They need to get the playbook from that. I don't know if you know this. I, uh, I, I talk about this stuff all the time. I had the pleasure 
of after the Super Bowl, a couple months after the Super Bowl in 2006, getting a chance to drive Verona Haynes to picking him up at the airport and taking him to Cumberland, Maryland for an autograph signing. And I, we talked about everything under the sun, and I hardly wanted to ask about football. I said, look, I don't want to bombard you with stuff on football. I don't want to be Chris Farley saying, hey, remember Paul McCartney yeah. when you were in the Beatles? <laughs> that was cool. I mean, I mean, because my friends thought I was going to do that. I mean, I wanted to respect this guy. He's like, man, I love talking about it. I'm like, all right, I have one question for you. What did you know? What did the coaching staff know going into that game on defense? And he said to me, he's like, we knew that if we changed the look right before five seconds before Peyton Manning uh, snapped the ball on defense, that we could confuse him and throw him off. And Peyton Manning is one of the most brilliant (laughs) minds that ever to play quarterback, probably one of the most intelligent quarterbacks to ever play the game. And I'd probably fight you on that. If you had to say who's more of an intelligent quarterback, Peyton Manning, Terry Bradshaw, or Ben Roethlisberger, I would say Peyton Manning every day of the week. Absolutely. Not saying that these guys aren't intelligent. All I'm saying that this guy is intelligent. But they confused him that entire game. And it, it was, I mean, and that's exactly what they did. And when he told me that, and this is a running back telling me this, that this is what the defense knew to do. So, man, I'm telling you right now, you get Dick LeBeau, you get Bill Cower, send him to Kansas City, let him just stand on the sidelines. <laughs> you know, I mean, just let him stand there. And uh, uh, Coach Coach Cower and Coach T are friends. You know, I mean, they respect each other. Man, I I would love that. <clears throat> that that's, out, that's out of a movie. That's probably out of a movie right there. But, man, this game coming up, we talked about the, the Russian game with the U.S. hockey team. We talked about the Colts game. Would you guys agree that the team that gets blown out in the regular season when they're playing said team in the playoffs almost does better every single time? Tony, I'll start with you. Yeah, I mean, because, uh, you know, you obviously have time to, to adjust to what they did to you the first game. And, and if you're not, if you're not finding ways to adjust to what they, they did to you, you're not doing your job as a coach and, you, and you're not preparing yourself as a player. So yeah, I, you know, it's been what, three weeks, two weeks since that game and, and it'll be three weeks by the time they play. So, uh, you know, they're, they're going to have a pretty good idea what the chiefs do. And, and, you know, they have a Shannon said they have a, uh, obviously a great pass rush. That's, that's the strength of their team. So that's, that, that's what's going to have to come through against the Chiefs. I mean, TJ Watt wasn't himself the first time they played. He's their best player. He's back on track. You know, he's going to have to be the the uh, the guy that, that kind of uh, turns the tide from what we saw in the 36-10 game a couple weeks ago. Shannon, thoughts? Yeah, the – I said, you never know the playoffs if the Steelers could get another shot at the Bengals. And my son was like, they don't beat the pants off of them twice. Why would we want to play them a third time? I said, it's hard to beat a th- team three times in the same season. Because that's why the stores have a chance against the Chiefs. Because, you know, especially these young guys, now they know what to expect. 
they've they've played the Chiefs and and they know where they matched up and where they didn't match up at all. Uh, Watt wasn't completely healthy last game. And as we know, when Watt is at 100%, the Steelers' pass rush just isn't there. But well, I, let me bring this up real quick. Dante, Watt is still injured. That groin is killing him by Pedro Almaguer Jr. And he he might not be completely healthy now, but that guy, I think he plays through it. I'm sorry. Keep on going. I, I think he's closer than he was in that game. That game, he just knew how important he is, and he just went out there tough through it. But, he, you know, you could just see he was a, a shadow of his former self. But you was talking about Manning and how that the Steelers knew that if they – you know, change their the what they were showing him right before the snap. It would you know could confuse Manning. Well, that's what teams have been doing to Roethlisberger all year. Uh, if you'll pay attention, they'll bring them safeties and linebackers down near the line because uh, Ben likes to you know change the play and and everything right before the snap. And then around five seconds, four seconds left, they're they're diving out of there. Somebody's dropping back into the middle and. And, and that's one of the reasons that because Ben also doesn't have time. That's why he wants to get a read pre-snap because he doesn't have time to stand back here. Uh, so that's really caused him fits. Uh, and the Chiefs did that a lot in that first game. So I'm sure there's going to be some new wrinkles from both teams. But that's what makes it compelling this time. And it does give the Steelers a shot uh, if they can make the right adjustments. And you know, it's funny, there's no Travis Kelsey in that game, mm-hmm. but Tyreek Hill is not. I Tyreek Hill hurt his uh foot during warmups the other day, and so Claude Edwards Alaire is not healthy, so it's gonna be interesting. I brought up Kevin James's comment, he's not hurt, he got kicked in the nuts. So, did he get <laughs> did he get kicked in the uh in the Watt family rubies? Because I didn't see that. No, he got need. Need, yeah, he, oh, I he, thought, he, I thought he was, jumped in the. I thought he tweaked his groin. No, he jumped in the air to to try to block Huntley's pass, and as Huntley was going back, he brought his knee up, and what was spread eagle, and he need him right in the the gahonies. <laughs> oh, that's uh, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Uh, I did not know that happened. Um, and <laughs> you know, it's funny is when, when we're, when I'm watching the game and a, a lot of us, it's really tough for us. We have to watch the game sometimes two times to uh, be able mm-hmm. to accurately mm-hmm. see it because mm-hmm. we're setting up, I'm setting up podcast. I'm setting up articles. <laughs> I'm setting up all this to go immediately afterwards. And there's some times that, we're learning from the uh, live chat what really happened <laughs> because <laughs> there's some stuff we miss. And uh, I tell you what, Dave and Jeff, uh, Dave and Jeff uh, keep track of that a whole lot better than I do. I'm just like, I'm in the moment when I'm, and I do, you know what? I, uh, <laughs> I'm not a good multitasker. Ask Mrs. Bad. She'll tell you that I'm not very good at that. Um, so it is going to be interesting. Yes. This team could definitely beat the Chiefs. Chiefs can blow out the Steelers too. But, gentlemen, I say $10,000 bet on the game. You cannot spend it on anything else. You can only have $10,000 to bet on this game. Are you going to bet against the Steelers when you're given 15 points? 
it's hard it's hard to it's hard to um to pass up that kind of a, a point spread in the nfl it's such a crazy wacky league and even you know when you're talking about the very best teams against the worst teams and often often uh it's a close game so i i would have to say i would uh take the steelers in, in the points and, and it's, it would be it would you know yeah ten thousand dollars it would be nice to have right now but you know if you, <laughs> if you win that bet i mean you're you're pretty much set for uh for a long time so i would i would have to take the uh the Steelers uh, in the points that they know they only know uh, how to win one way, and I think they know that, and that's to win ugly. So they're going to do whatever they can to, to to make that a a close game. And Shannon mentioned B- Big Ben's um, uh, clutch gene this year; it's been better than ever. So if they can ha- if they can keep that game close to the fourth quarter, I mean that's what you want to, if you're a Steeler fan. You want that game coming come down to to Ben Roethlisberger at the end. He might not be what he used to be, but he can. He could be great, whatever, whatever that that saying is. He, that's what that's uh, what you want to see on Sunday night. It doesn't have to be Mister Right, but he's got to be Mister Right now. Shannon, there you go. Um, what was the question again? I give you ten thousand dollars and say you could only oh, yes. bet it on the game. You cannot go spend it on anything else. I got distracted by our chat. Uh, because somebody mm-hmm. said that that TJ Watt merely tied the record, uh, forgetting that Strahan got a gift from Favre when he just laid down the ground and let him get the sack, <laughs> forgetting the fact that TJ Watt missed two complete games uh, and was far less than a hundred percent at two other ones due to groin injuries. So really, what he done, and and also when you include pass rush success rate and everything else. He blew away Michael Strahan's season. We we won't even go there, but that distracted me a little bit. But back to the point in here. Okay, okay, wait, let me jump on that real quick. Let, let me jump in there real quick. Mm-hmm. This whole thing isn't decided yet. He can, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't care. I was trying to tell my nephew. I was trying to tell my son. I was trying to tell everybody. I'm like, as long as you tie the record, you're a record holder. You don't mm-hmm. have to, you don't have to be on an island to be a record holder. Right. So that's, but I mean, also, also, um, you know, in the game, he also had a, a sack taken away, and that's and I, I understand the, yeah, I understand the rules where the ball hit the center's behind and and everything, and it was a bad snap. But for forget not forgetting about the one where him and Hayward got the sack, but he had the sack, and the guy tried to Huntley tried to jump cut out of the hold of what. And went helmet to helmet into Hayward. Hayward didn't hit him with his helmet. He was getting ready to sack him, and Huntley jumped sideways into him, and they threw the penalty. So there was multiple opportunities where he would have easily broke that record. But the the NFL is going to look at the look at everything, and I have a feeling that he gets credit somewhere. They're going they're going to make a change, and the NFL has said maybe mid this week. I um, I read it from a very good source. Um, so this is something that they're actually going to be taking a look at. Doesn't matter to me. I don't care. You want to know who the who the sack king is right now? It's T.J. Watt. There's another sack king. His name's Michael Strahan. I don't care. As long as you have it, it doesn't matter. You're champion. You're the champion of sacks for a single season, and that's amazing. Now, your other point, Shannon. I'm sorry. 
no, I'm I'm the one who brought that up. But uh, if I had the ten thousand dollars to wager, um, the Steelers could get blown out again. I mean, we've seen that with this team, but they know that it's possibly Ben's last game. I think everybody's going to be fired up and focused. And if it's close at the end, as Tony said, being being Mr. Clutch like he is, it, it would not shock me uh, for him to definitely cover that 15-point spread, uh, if not lead him down the field for a game-winning <clears throat> opportunity. I agree with you there, too. Hey, I want to get back to the Michael Strahan thing. Um, there's a lot of a, a lot of uh, comments on this one. First of all, um, Jack Bauer, great name. I mean, I hope he's the Jack Bauer from 24. That's really awesome. I live in <laughs> NYC. Strahan was a great player. No need to blank on him. Um, you know what? And then somebody else says Strahan has an asterisk. That's Mark. His last sack was a fall down. I don't care how you get the record. TJ got some fall down sacks this year. Michael Strahan earned the record. I don't care that Brett Favre stepped down and uh, fell down. Shannon, I agree with you. I mean, thank you for bringing that up because it happened. All I'm saying is that there's room for two kings. And, man, if you're going to share the podium with someone, I don't mind sharing it with Michael Strahan, right? Your, your, name's, for, your name's forever on there. So, um, yeah. But I still think – I still think TJ might be standing alone by uh, by midweek, and so that that could really really happen. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: all the all that matters is this game, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Now I want to bring up something right now um, as we get ready to get on out of here. There's a game on right now, a very important game, and it's Georgia and Bama for it all. A lot of people hate Bama. I despise Bama. I despise Bama because I had a run-in with Nick Saban. Not face-to-face, but Nick Saban, and I'll tell you the story sometime, screwed me over when I worked for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Screw, absolutely screwed me over. So I can't stand this guy. However, if I... I am not going to tell you that Bama is not fantastic. And if it wasn't for Bama guys, this team, three Bama guys, the Steelers aren't in the playoffs. The first Bama guy is Mr. Josh Jacobs. That run last night was incredible. He had a great series, a great game. That's why the Raiders ended up winning that game. So thank you, Mr. Jacobs. Go Bama. I'm going to talk about another Bama guy. Najee Harris with one arm saved an interception and got a first down with one hand because his other elbow wasn't working. (laughs) Najee was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And the most important one on this list is probably, and people are going to laugh at me when I say this guy is underrated. Minka Fitzpatrick is freaking underrated. Mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick is a man and one of the most important Steelers. And the way he popped Hollywood Brown yesterday to knock that ball loose, he doesn't do that. Steelers do not win. I right. love me some Minka. So because of Minka, because of Najee, because of Josh Jacobs, because of JC freaking Hassenhauer, there's another one. Woo! Because, 
because of Hassenauer, <laughs> he's an Alabama guy. Because of those guys, <clears throat> no disrespect, Heinz Ward, but you know what? Roll Tide. I will say that just because of that, because I'm a Steeler fan and I love it. And last year, the AFC, excuse me, the NCAA championship game, I'm watching it and everybody's like, man, I would love to have that Najee Harris. And like, ah, he's never going to fall to the Steelers. He did. He's there. Embrace it because this guy is a big part of the Steelers future too. Mm-hmm. He is a man and he is going to win a lot of games for this team. God bless them. And playing without an elbow, one hand, man, <laughs> you've got my respect. So mm-hmm. this hurts me to say, I've got some <laughs> reflux, go- reflux going, but roll tide. <laughs> With that being said, man, I am walking on sunshine. Just call me Katrina, and these guys call them the waves because Woo! I'm feeling good. <laughs> Don't it feel good? Yes. Hopefully, we are having another good hangover next week. Man, I feel like I just shotgunned some Mountain Dew. (laughs) I'm feeling it. And this hour has made me feel even better. So, I've got to say this. We've got another week of Steeler football. If you're not checking out BTSC audio, editorial, you're missing out on some great, great stuff. Thank you, Jacksonville. Duval, thank you, Vegas, for having some balls and getting pissed out, pissed off, and doing it out of spite. And thank you, Steelers. Christopher Lynn Boswell, I love you. I got to tell you, boys, this is feeling good. I hope I'm this hype next week and mm-hmm. we're talking about another ball game. But I love my Steelers. You love the, your Steelers. Doesn't matter how confident you are, you know there is a chance. And we believe in miracles. And that man, Al Michaels, is going to be talking. And as much as you hate Chris Collinsworth, he's going to be talking too. And hope we hear them talking again. For Tony Defio, for Shannon White, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am pumped. I need to go calm down. So just when you think you've got all the answers, Tony Defio. We keep changing the questions. Shannon White. We love you. Thank you for supporting us. Can't do these shows without you. Good night. I'll say it again. Go Steelers. Roll Tide. (laughs) Can't believe I've said that.